Hello, everybody. This is Tamara back from a girl in the middle, Titus to mentor, encouraging women to love God and to love well their home and family. Here we go with day five, 25 days with Mary. An advent like we've never seen before. We're going through scripture, getting to know Mary a little bit better. Absolute comfort. Gabriel showed Mary in Nazareth the same as he shows us continually through the books of the Bible. His word is confirmed by his word. God says again through the voice of the angel, Mary, thou hast found favor with the Lord. Mary, you are highly favored. God's word is confirmed. Here's a good place to note. Anytime you wonder if something is biblical, and please do wonder often, you can always confirm one part of scripture with another. So when you hear something someone is presenting as God's truth, and you aren't sure it is truth, start turning the pages in your Bible to prove it true with other scripture. It's not a bad thing, and it is truly a good thing to want to know for yourself what God's very word says. And in case you missed the recommendation prior, www.blueletterbible.com is a wonderful resource of study. Gabriel and Mary, we've spent some time with them in the past three or four days. I guess four days, now we're on five. Not only is God confirming his word to Mary, by doing so, he's comforting her. Mary is exceedingly troubled in her thoughts. And her thoughts battle hard with her heart here. But God repeats his word to her. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. 2 Corinthians 1.3 Psalm 119.50 says, This is my comfort in my affliction. For your word has given me life. Mary, did you? Mary, soon to give birth to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mary, raising her flesh and blood, the King of glory embodied. Mary, the mother, wife, sister, cousin, friend. What are the odds that she had opportunity in her own life after Christ's birth, to comfort others with the very comfort of God's word, as she received here in Luke. My youngest was about two years old. You know two-year-olds? The very breath they're taking next is subject to a complete emotional fallout, and without good reason or warning. Where, where was his blanket? It was nearing bedtime. This one was a dream to put to bed, as long as we were home. 
he'd grab his little blue bear in one hand and his silky blanket of the same color, dragging the floor in the other. And then, in as slow motion as he ever knew, he'd scurry up the stairs saying, I go nai-nai. I go nai-nai now. He knew we'd be one step behind him. This particular night, however, there was, there was a missing element. Where was his blanket? Never a thumbsucker. He'd, he'd swish or flick his first two fingers with great furry, feeling the softness of his treasured blanket between them. And he would actually suck his own tongue. Don't ask me how. But it was his nightly lullaby. Except for this night. We looked everywhere. We thought. And to no avail. And the longest night of his life to date was getting ready to sing its song. All night long. Imagine our frustration and excitement when he toddled his footed PJ self into our loft and straight to the smallest nesting box in the corner of the room, opened it up and squealed as he pulled every inch of his beloved piece of comfort the next morning. Comfort and pride. Humans have a really bad habit when it comes to comfort. We spend our lives in search for, even settling on many things tangible and intangible alike. Relationships, material stuff, drugs or alcohol, even good things like exercise or some semblance of control like neat and tidy or list making and checking and a myriad of others. You might find it strange that I included control checking off a list but for so many years, and I still struggle with this sometimes, I took so much pride, um, that's the stage name for comfort, in having it all together. Stop and think about it. What's your, vo what's your vice of comfort? And if you think you don't have one, what makes you unravel? You might see it there if you look twice. Comfort and praise. Ever wonder why praise songs, biblical praise songs, are comforting to us? Blessed be thy name, the Lord is my shepherd, my all in all, your grace is enough, amazing grace, and many others, even the one that I'm listening to right now, Silent Night. They are comforting to us, not because of their tune or music, but because they confirm the word of God to our hearts. God's word of assurance comforts us. Absolute comfort. Mary was embarking on a really big life change, one which could have had disastrous consequences in her culture. Humanly speaking, there was a very long list of things to be considered. Most, if not all, leaving a larger-than-life size question mark next to them. What are you facing today? I need to caution you here. Don't compare your own circumstances with anything 
I'm about to say. God has you where you are to do his will, his will in your life exactly as he wants to. My new friend, a struggling and very sweet God-loving friend I met on Facebook, so love how I've met such treasured friends in this way. She found herself in dire straits a few months ago. And then, when she was trying to keep her head above water, out of the blue, she ends up losing one of her legs. Her life changed in a a huge way, one of which I can't even come close to understanding. I taught school with an amazing Christian woman and friend, the picture of every other cheerleader's wannabe. Bubbly, joyful, spirited. Her smile lit up the room. Her life story isn't so beautiful, except for the part where she remains faithful to the Lord, loving him and following him through it all. About a year ago, we praised the Lord for miraculous answers to prayers because the tumor wrapped around part of her spine wasn't cancer after all. My cheerleader friend, at just 53 years old, can no longer walk on her own. First year out of college led me to a great friend and roommate as we two poor girls tried to make ends meet on a Christian school teacher's salary. She stood with me a few months later as I married the school's Bible teacher and church youth pastor. Over the years, we learned just how much we have in common. She moved away and married a few years later, and I guess that was about 30 years ago now. Very recently, we were praying for her husband's health. It left doctors scratching their heads day after day. Sickly as he's been, He always came back home until this time. This time, God took him to his heavenly home. And my friend, she went home alone. Comfort and joy. Friends, whatever you're facing today, that's just as hard for you as the valleys my friends find themselves trotting in are for them. You need absolute comfort. And that only comes from the Lord. Don't deny him. Psalm 119.7 I am severely afflicted, O Lord. Revive me through your word. Mary was exceedingly troubled. My friends were and are exceedingly afflicted. And maybe you are right now too. I am severely afflicted, O Lord. Revive me through your word. And Job, who we always think of when we bring up suffering, Job chapter 6, verse 10. It still brings me comfort and joy through unrelenting pain that I have not denied the words of the Holy One. Friends, I beg you to turn to Him. If you don't know Him, tell Him you want to know Him. His birth here on earth was just the beginning of a life that really does change our lives in very big ways. 
Open up the book of John, the gospel of John, and read about how much he loves you. So much that he died for you. If in your affliction you have a hard time talking to him because you're angry, please know this broken, sinful, sinful world hurts us. And he's angry about it too. Trust him. Try him. Talk to a faithful friend. Pray. Reach out to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray for you. If you want to, just reach out. But know, in every hard circumstance of life, in every affliction, God's comfort is for having. It is the only comfort that will soothe your soul. I pray that you will turn to him. He's there. He loves you. I'm thankful you're here. I'll see you back tomorrow. God bless you.